friends. Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. Tonight, we have a big show. And we really mean it this time. We always say it, but <laughs> we really, really mean it. Tonight, we're doing the NKQ Awards. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we have been preparing, we have been talking, we had you guys help us decide a couple things. We'll get into all of that. Lots to talk about. We'll also have a quiz, per usual. The Pentagon concert was finally this weekend. We'll get into that. The Fact Awards were also this weekend. We'll talk about some of our favorite performances. And Jin Young from GOT7 did a cover of Harry Styles. We'll talk about that. He did it on Instagram. Emily has a news for you and our songs of the week. Emily, how are you? I'm doing great this week. How are you doing, Charity? I'm good. I am currently watching, as I'm sure you are, the snow fall outside of our windows here in New York. Oh, <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm sorry if you hate the snow. Any of the queendom listening, I love it. Me I think too. it's so beautiful. It's like cozy and romantic. Mm -hmm. I just, I love snow. As long as you don't have to drive in it, I understand not liking it in those situations, but you know, Corona has us shut down completely again. So it's not like you can go anywhere, or do anything anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I'm happy to, yeah, sit here with my Christmas decorations up, mm -hmm. my tree and look, stare at the snow. Yeah. Same. Gorgeous. So pretty. Gorgeous. And I can't believe next week is Christmas. I can't. I am oh so excited. I love Christmas Girl. more than anything, as you know. <laughs> I do know that. And I think our listeners are starting to catch on. Next week, we're doing a big Christmas show. It'll be fun. Definitely look forward to that. But yeah, this week, I just started panicking because I hadn't started Christmas shopping. And I usually start around this time. I go online, buy everything, and I'm good. No. This year, there's shipment delays. And a lot of the stuff I was planning on buying people, I can't get for Christmas. So I've had a rough week figuring out different options. But I'm going to say it's the thought that counts. Always. And, always. <laughs> and I'm, I'm also going to say, and for our loyal listeners, this probably won't shock you. I'm definitely a last minute person, always disorganized. I realized today I don't have any wrapping paper. So I ordered some. Everything is always kind of a last minute, like throw it together, panic. It's who I am. <laughs> I, Charity is not like that. And I'm guessing <laughs> because Charity also loves Christmas so much, you were not panicked this week. No, for Christmas. I was not. I all except for <laughs> some small things that I get at this one particular store near where my family lives. I go there and get some like these really delicious baked goods to give to a couple people. Other than those items, I'm done. And for the most part, have mostly everything wrapped as well. So. Oh my God. I cannot stop. I'm literally like, I panic because I'm like, crap, I don't even have any wrapping paper and I have to order that. Like, I'm just total panic mode. And Charity's like, not only have I already bought everything, it's wrapped. It's probably wrapped under the tree right now. It is while, actually, yes. While your besties like scrambling. I've got Amazon boxes everywhere. Oh my goodness. The yin and the yang. That's what we are. The yin and the yang. <laughs> while we're talking about holidays, huge shout out. Happy Hanukkah to the Queendom listening, celebrating Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Hope you're having a great time with your family. Hello to all of the new listeners. Welcome. We do this every week. New episodes drop on Thursday evenings. We're in New York City. We're East Coast girls. So that's 
East Coast time, but look forward to new episodes every Thursday. Follow us, Twitter, Instagram, NYC K-pop Queens. We'll give you a follow back. It's why we do this. We're building a community of K-pop fans and we love interacting. So please don't be shy. Say hello. No poll results this week, Charity, because as you mentioned, we asked our listeners, we asked our mm-hmm. queendom to vote on the NKQ awards. So no poll results. We had four fan voted awards that will be given out tonight, but we do have some shout outs really quickly. We see you listening every week. So thank you so much. Loyal queendom means the world to us. And I want to give a quick shout out to our friends in Paris, France. Kensington, New York, Alberta, Canada, Sweden. Sweden's been showing up huge for us the past couple of weeks. Thank you. Please keep listening. And huge, 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 huge shout out to our friend in Fort Worth, Texas, Kai. Hi, Kai. Thank you Hi, so Kai. much for listening. Charity, don't you love Kai's name? I, I sure do. Hello, Kai. <laughs> Kai has a lot of Charity's like ultimate bias. I know. From XO, Super M. Yeah. I would say he's my SM alt. SM alt Kai. So coolest name, Kai. A huge shout out to you. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you're staying healthy and safe in Fort Worth, Texas. Probably not snowing there, but I hope you're doing well. And yeah, everyone just uh, give us a follow. NYC K-pop Queens. We're on Instagram, Twitter. We love talking to you. We want to be friends. If you have a suggestion, a group that you want us to listen to, you're wondering what our review would be or our opinion, please slide into those DMs and let us know. We love discovering new K-pop groups and you all have been so helpful with that. So thank you, Queendom. Thank you to our community. Without further ado, we've got to get into this charity. It is... I don't want to say this is my favorite thing because (laughs) I was so excited about our ultimate fantasy K-pop groups that we put together on a previous episode. That made me so happy, but I'm a sucker for award shows and it's December. If you're a K-pop fan, which I'm sure you are, if you're listening to our podcast, Mm -hmm. you know, this is award show time. So we decided we spend all year reviewing and critiquing k-pop groups and their music and performances why not do our own rewards so without further ado 2020 nkq awards are here we're so legitimate we even have an award show song (laughs) i'm i'm feeling very official right now i'm a little bit nervous i know (laughs) let's just hope so the show goes well. <laughs> I'm sure I'm yeah. sure all the K-pop groups are very nervous and waiting with bated breath Oof. to see if they won. Listening with bated breath. They've been contacting <laughs> us nonstop. But we're doing it. We said we're going to do it on the podcast. The awards uh, will be handed down on the podcast. In the future, this will probably be a huge award show obviously. on Caliber. With, yeah. It's going to be like Mama. It's yeah. going to be the biggest award show. Massive performances. Just, you know, remember we said that because Red years carpet. from now. Hmm, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> but, you know, COVID happened. We're not in Korea right now. So we're just going to have to do it on the podcast. <laughs> the show must go on. The show must go on. We're professionals. Professional media producers, <laughs> personalities. I mean, oh, uh, we just do it all over here, Charity. I don't know. 
We deserve an MKQ award. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll get one. I mean, really, the K-pop industry could fall apart yeah. without us. Yeah. We're just holding it up. Okay. Obviously, we're kidding everyone. Um, uh, <laughs> let's get fun. let's get to the awards. Let's get to the awards. Let's get to the awards. We've got a lot to get through, so we're gonna read off the winners, give you a clue of why we picked who we picked, but we have a lot of awards. So let's get it started. Our first award is COVID, our virtual concert of the year. You know, all of these K-pop groups responded so quickly to the coronavirus. Huge disappointment. We missed out on so many concerts this year, but luckily we were able, it felt like almost every weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. We were able to watch these concerts and K-pop, they were the first ones that did it. Once again, paving the way for the rest of the industry. Like, hello, we're aware. They did the virtual concerts first way back. Now Western artists are doing it. Whatever. Our concert of the year goes to Stray Kids Unlock Go Live in Life. So good. Woo-hoo. Congrats, Stray Kids. Congrats, Stray Kids, your first NKQ award. I thought that concert was just encapsulated everything that I wanted from a virtual concert. So much energy, great transitions, different lighting, lasers, props, loved the set list. And I just thought they brought so much to it. It didn't feel like a variety show on a small stage. It felt like a big time concert. They are so good when they perform about making it be such a stage. Yeah, it's a show. Like whoever is putting on, like producing things for them and directing it. Wow, do they do a great job. They really do. But there were some other wonderful concerts this year. BTS gave us an amazing full show Mm -hmm. that we have to give props to. Monster X too. Monster X was so good. There were there were really great concerts this year. We watched, I feel like we watched a lot of them, if not yeah. all. Charity and I have been putting down money and waking up early, going to bed super late, like a lot of you. But that is the NKQ winner for COVID Concert of the Year, Stray Kids. Our next award is Reality Show of the Year. And this we couldn't agree on. So we went to you guys and had you cast your votes for who you wanted to win. And you voted and you chose Super M Emtopia. All right. Good job, Queendom. That's, yeah, no, that's my pick. Super M, they're so amazing. Every single one of them, you know, they're the superstars of SM and the reality show with them. It was guaranteed to be funny and entertaining and really fun to watch. It was so cool to see personalities that I'd never seen before, like Taman. I feel like we really yes. got to know him a lot on the yes. reality show. For sure. And watching their different dynamics, um, mm-hmm. seeing how they interact with one another. It was just great. And they did so much fun stuff, but then you also had them playing games, mm-hmm. you know, at the house at night. That was really well produced. I hope we get another season. Loved it. So NKQ Award. Congratulations, Super M. We love you. Okay, moving on. The best choreography male group. The winner is NCT 127 Kick It. Woo, congratulations. The second I like see the name of the song, my head starts going, 
let me introduce you to some new things, new things. <laughs> and you know the dance. The yes. dance is so memorable. And we've seen so many idols do it throughout the year. That song comes on, everyone knows the dance and starts doing it. It was kind of that dance that kept creeping up the rest mm-hmm. of the year in the K-pop world. So there's no way we could give it to anyone else but NCT 127. I just love that music video yeah, too. The whole thing. Oh my the choreography is so cool too. The way that they go in and out of like the fast chaos, smooth, grounded stuff. That's a really difficult choreography. Oh, Young's dance break. Stop. I cannot. It's so good. So good. So congratulations, NCT 127. you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping you feel me loading them up on it, it only takes structure and, and you know just paying attention to the climate of the game yeah know what i mean so do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little you mean yeah yeah we all we all artists over here man i'm trying oh yeah i'm trying i'm trying to get them on there yeah we all artists man we go you feel me we're gonna have this like Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta don't lie, play don't play with it. No. Take that shit serious. Now we're gonna give away an NKQ award to a female group for choreography, and Ooh. that is gonna go to Everglow La Di Da. Oh Yay. my god, they are such amazing dancers and performers like they bring such energy and sassiness and sexiness and clean lines and they're also precise yes and they mix a lot of different styles they're Mm -hmm. not only doing cutesy girl group stuff they're not only doing sexy get low type of stuff they do all of it and they do it so well i love the intricate like around the face hand choreography for mm-hmm. Ladida. The stuff where they're on the ground is so cool. Those leg movements. I just want to say Everglow deserved a lot more this year. Right. This is one of my favorite songs. Like they're amazing. So Everglow, you deserved a lot more, but you did get an NKQ award for female choreography. So congratulations. Congrats. <laughs> congratulations. We're giving you your flowers. You deserve it. <laughs> Okay, moving on to the next categories. This is something you see it kind of floated around a lot, but it boy, like they'll say that's the new it boy, that's the new it girl. In our opinion, what that means, a trendsetter, the person that everyone's talking about, maybe on Stan Twitter, it's the person that the locals are saying, who's the guy with the blonde hair or who's the girl with the hat, you know, things of that nature. The one that stands out to non-fans as well as fans, the one that steals focus, the one that looks the best in super trendy clothes, fashion darlings, and the one that starts trends. So our it boy, NKQ word for 2020, goes to Hyunjin from Stray Kids. Yay! He's the coolest. Like, Hyunjin's just really stepped into his own in 2020. His confidence is there where it Mm -hmm. should be because he's so amazing but that blonde long hair every group is doing it now you see it 
so many male groups have a member with longer mm-hmm. blonde hair or longer hair back in the ponytail. He just kind of started a wave of that this year that we saw a lot of people copy. So to me, that's a trendsetter. That's an it boy. For sure. I don't know the charity. This was close, you guys. Just so you know, other people were in contention, obviously, for all these awards. We discussed and debated. But the one we lovingly call supermodel, Hyung Won from Monster X, we almost gave this to him because he's very worthy too. Mm-hmm. Like those blonde chunks, those bright yellow chunks in the front of his hair and the rest of it was black. That was copied by girls and guys yeah. in other groups. And he didn't get a lot of credit, but per usual with Monster X, they're trendsetters that never get the credit. Yeah, so <laughs> he, he was definitely a candidate, but I think all around uh, Hyunjin from Stray Kids yeah. is 2020's It Boy for sure. Yeah. Our It Girl trendsetter is my girl, Jen from Itzy. Talk about someone who can pull off some looks. That girl is not afraid to take risks. She's so sassy. Yes. She's so spunky. And I'm sure if you're a longtime listener, you can recall a debate that we had in which I was obsessed with Rujin's outfit and Emily was not. And the queen them also agreed with me. So yeah. Okay. Well, again, it's that thing where people can't separate being a fan and saying, but I don't like that outfit. I will stand by till the day I die. It was a bad look. That said, I might not like it, but she certainly is taking risks. She's mm-hmm. certainly a trendsetter. She steals focus all the time all the when time. you watch Itzy. Yeah. She's cool and spunky. I love the shorter hair. Yeah. She's just cool. Like she's a Nick girl for sure. The, these are the two kind of trendsetters in K-pop, or at least that's who we are labeling the It Boy and It Girl and KQ Awards. Yeah. Very cool. Congratulations, Hyunjin and Rujin. And their names are similar. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Next category, variety show, late night television performance. This kind of runs the gamut, but the one we picked, it's a video that I go back to all the time when I'm introducing this group to locals, to people that aren't familiar with them or K-pop. The winner of the 2020 NKQ Award BTS for their performance on Jimmy Fallon. They did on at Grand Central Station, Grand Central Terminal in New York City. That performance, amazing. Yeah. It was so, so well done. And it feels, you know, we're New York City girls and it feels very appropriate to pick this and why this one stood out to us because it was kind of like foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. They were alone at Grand Central Station, which was crazy to watch. Charity and I were texting each other like, when did they film this? How did they find any time when Grand Central didn't, you know, have people in it? Even at four in the morning, there's people. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool for them to film it there by themselves in that massive historic building. And now that's the reality we've all been living in <laughs> yeah. since March. That's like, normal now. That's normal now, where back then it was so weird and different and cool and exciting. There was just such an energy with that comeback, with that song, and with that performance. Loved it. And shout out Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon has championed BTS, Mm -hmm. and we need a host in America to do that. When you have him and James Corden inviting K-pop acts on, 
it's kind of them saying these aren't novelty acts. Like these guys are the real deal. They have them on over and over again. Different groups get exposure. I appreciate that so much. And I hope we see more of that in 2021. Yeah. Our next category is subunit of the year. And again, we cannot agree on this one. So we let you guys vote. And you picked Irene and Sulgi. <gasps> yes, Red Velvet Girl. Oh my goodness. That monster song and video, they were phenomenal. I remember when we reviewed them, we were not familiar with them really. Um, and both of us were blown away. Like, yeah. So good. I still go back to that album a lot. It's a great album, and the choreography was so cool. Yeah. That choreography for Monster, the song is cool. They complement each other. They're what a subunit should be. They mm-hmm. complement each other. I loved it. Great choice, Queendom. Thank you for your help on that one. I think we need some music in this award show. Why don't we yeah. play a clip? Okay. That song is still so good. It's still one of my favorites. It's so cool. Really cool. Yeah, very memorable. Probably one of the best songs and subunit performances Mm -hmm. of the year. So congratulations, Irene and Soggy, on your NKQ award. All right, it's time to get into the youngins. We're going from established, badass, amazing red velvet females and subunits to the rookies. It's rookie of the year. First, let's get to the guys. Our rookie of the year group, male. Treasure. Congratulations, Treasure. Treasure received this NKQ award because we believe they really are the full package for all the rookie groups. They just came out with, I, I would say, the most diverse stuff. You yes. know, they would release those couple singles at a time, almost like every other month. And there was a lot of different stuff. They showed what they can do. They're really dynamic live, handsome, cool, super impressed. They're, without a doubt, New York City K-pop Queens Rookie of the Year. Now we're going to go to Rookie of the Group Female. Yay. That is going to go to our girls' secret number. Talk about getting turned on to a new group. Again, Yes. thank you, Danny. Yes. I cannot believe we didn't know about them before. They are so good. I was so impressed by them, and I cannot wait to see what they do. Such an amazing debut. Love these girls. Love their sound. Love their vibe. Love their dancing. Thank you for having rhythm. Mm -hmm. We love it. It's fun to watch. Seriously, sometimes there's a little little issue there with some group. (laughs) But Secret Number just came in like, holy crap, who are these girls? We were introduced to Secret Number. We didn't follow them when they debuted. One of our friends, Danny, slid into our DMs and said, hey, listen to this group. I think you girls would like them. That's why we ask you to do Mm -hmm. that. And we appreciate that Danny did that so much because... We were exposed to one of the best groups of the year. Mm -hmm. Definitely female rookie group of the year. Yeah. Love them. Congratulations, secret number on your NKQ award. Can't wait to see what you do in the future. Our next award. This is another fan voted award. 
loyal Queendom listeners, I don't think you were surprised that we couldn't come to a decision on this. We're both very loyal <laughs> to to a couple of these guys, and uh, we work at a budge. We ask the Queendom to settle the debate, to pick the winner. NKQ Award for Solo Artist of the Year 2020 goes to Taman. Yes. Congratulations, boo. I can't even be mad, honestly. I'm always going to fight for my man. For those of you who don't know, I'm talking about bacon. But Taman had... He probably did, if I'm being honest and real. Mm -hmm. Taman had the best year. He had the best year. He put out two fire albums, amazing music videos, amazing choreography. His performances were so good. He really is the total package. Amazing. He's such a good... I mean, his solo stuff, wow. Yeah. Wow. And I can't wait for Shiny to come back. That's going to be... So special. But his solo stuff this year, congratulations to Taman, our solo artist of the year. Congrats. Killed it. So proud of you. Oh, Charity, stop. I mean, <laughs> congrats, Taman. You're good. Okay, good. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I'm being nice about it. Like, I love Taman, but God, let's not rub it in. Let's not rub it in. Uh, Bacon also had a really great year. Bacon did. I did really like Ghost and Candy. I did. Wow. I just love my boo. <laughs> okay. No, it's fine. And I'm saying Taman, if I have to be objective, uh, Taman did put out better stuff this year. He put out more, but also just like a lot. A lot of quality stuff. Yeah. The total picture. And that's what this should go to. So the Queendom got it right. <laughs> okay. okay. The next one is a big category. Mm-hmm. Best male group of the year. And we easily agreed on this one. Yeah. It's going to our guys, Stray Kids. Congratulations on your NKQ award. Woo! Yay! Stray Kids just, for us, we were introduced to them this year and they blew us away. They Blown away. So innovative, so different. I think there's a comfort with a lot of groups that you kind of know what you're going to get. Their choreography style is like, what the visuals are like. You know what the SM groups are giving you, which no shade. That's right up our alley all the time. Um, You kind of know what big hits going to come with. Stray Kids, you don't know what they're coming with. And- it's so fun to be a stay and to watch them. And then they had a year like this. Yeah. yeah. Like Charity said, there was no argument. This was a no brainer for us. There are boys. Okay. Moving on. Stray Kids from JYP won male group of the year. The winner for female group of the year, NKQ Award 2020, also from JYP, twice. Woo. Twice is our girl group of the year. Again, they just put out great stuff. Yeah. It's hard it's hard to advocate for other groups. And I will say, I love the Blackpink album. I think I mention it all the time on here. I'm still listening to that. It's great. But Twice put out two fire albums. Yeah. It's like they're giving us way more content and it's good content. It's not just like they're pumping out mediocre music. Wow. This last album of theirs phenomenal yeah they're and they're stepping up their game twice has really kind of come into their own this year and they deserve all the awards i think they're so impressive and they're definitely our choice for female group of the year 
Next category is English Song of the Year. And I don't think this is going to be a surprise to anyone. <laughs> it's going to our boys, BTS, for Dynamite. Yes. N- not a shocker. It's like, that's like the biggest yeah. song of the year. Yeah. You can't. Period. It's hard to beat it. They've obviously been sweeping all these award shows and it's well-deserved. I think, you know, a lot of groups do songs in English. They'll release the Korean album, then they'll do an English version of the lead single. You have BTS, who did an entire song in English from the get-go. And then you have Monster X. Once again, let's not diminish these trendsetters. They did a whole album. Yeah. And they did, and they were amazing. But when it came down to it, it's hard to go against Dynamite. In this category or in a lot of categories, it's a great song. And yeah, congratulations, BTS. Okay, we're getting into our kind of grand prize awards. These would be our... Di- Day songs. songs. (laughs) Y'all, don't worry. I'm going to take Korean lessons in the new year. I swear (laughs) I'm going to get better. It's terribly embarrassing for me that I sound so dumb when I'm trying to like pronounce things on this podcast. I'm very aware of what I sound like and I apologize profusely. I'll get better. In your defense, however, (laughs) in your defense and my defense, because I'm far from perfect, when your mouth and your palate are formed, when you only speak one language, So learning a new language that makes your palate do different things is very difficult as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that you're not trying. It's that sometimes our mouths just won't cooperate. Thank you. That makes sense because there's certain pronunciations that like I'll hear and that's what it is. It's like my tongue or my Mm -hmm. my mouth doesn't get there. Yeah. And yeah, let's give some love and respect to everyone out there that speaks multiple languages all of these k-pop guys learning english it's so freaking hard Mm -hmm. like i can't even pronounce a word and then then they have to do these interviews and are expected to speak fluently and people have the nerve to say stuff about how they pronounce things never anyone who's trying you're trying yeah (laughs) that's all you can ask somebody's trying and it's really hard yeah so We're going to keep trying. We'll get there. Um, But for the sake of it, I'm just going to call them our grand prize awards. (laughs) So I don't have to pronounce that. So we're into grand prize awards. These would be the big, biggest awards of the night. I don't know why I'm nervous. I always get nervous. I don't know. Okay. The next one is music video of the year. Big award. A lot of memorable videos this year. But in our opinion, this one stood out. Above the rest, music video of the year goes to God's Menu, Stray Kids. I will never forget watching that for the first time and just sitting there with my mouth open. Like, what am I seeing? This is insane. Insane in the best way. Same. No, same. We we were introduced to Stray Kids, probably our fifth episode in, mm-hmm. in this podcast. And I watched it and it reminded me of when I was introduced to K-pop watching the American Music Awards and BTS in 2017. At the very beginning, I, it was just so different visually and sonically. I thought, oh, I don't know if I like this. And about halfway through, I was like, oh, wait, I kind of love this. And then <laughs> yeah. by the end, I was like, that's the best thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe. Like what they brought to the table with that song and that music video I don't think there's competition. Sorry, not sorry. God's menu is so, so cool. It's so, it goes so hard. The second Changbin starts. Oh my goodness. 
it's just this aggressive attack. Stray kids attack you, whether you're ready or not. <laughs> Let's go. Right. Never ready. They attack you. <laughs> and I loved the cooking theme is so smart mm-hmm. and witty and fun. The whole concept of the music video was phenomenal. And when you see them do that breakdown with Felix, where they put their arms up and the tilt. My gosh. Everyone oh. probably knows what I'm talking about. Yes. It's just so cool. I just was like, whoa. And I love the kind of schoolgirl pit crew, the chefs, when everyone pops off at the end and they're all dancing and going so hard. That The energy that that video yeah. comes at you with and kind of gives you by far a bit music video of the year. Congratulations, Stray Kids. The next grand prize award is for song of the year. And there were a lot of contenders because there have been a lot, yeah. a lot of amazing songs. But again, we easily agreed on this. You won't be surprised either. It's going to God's <laughs> Menu by Stray Kids. Congratulations Yay! on your grand prize NKQ award, guys. Woo! Very well deserved. There's no, it's so funny because there were a lot of songs. Yeah. Charity and I have been working on our year end list. We will be doing a New Year's Eve episode with our top albums and songs of the year. It's so hard picking one winner for these mm-hmm. awards because there's a lot of groups that could easily get it. You know, we want you to know, we actually thought about this. This wasn't just like a fun one-off list we made. We went back and forth quite a bit because you can make an argument for a lot of different songs, but there just wasn't an argument for us to give any song above God's Menu for song of the year. Mm-hmm. It's so fire. It's so unique. It's so in your face. And I think it's the future of K-pop. I think they're the future of K-pop. The song's just completely different. And I know there's people out there who will talk negatively. There's a fandom that has kind of rallied against Stray Kids in recent months as Stray Kids are ascending the ranks of K-pop. You can't deny it. It's good. If you say, well, that's not my taste, it's still such a game changer that it it deserves the respect. And for us, it deserves the NKQ award for song of the year. Should we play a clip? Yes. I want to dance to God's menu right now. is no other choice i'm sorry <laughs> no it's so memorable like do 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 right <laughs> so cool it's just so <sighs> mind blown so cool and on top of how amazing the finished product is knowing how hands-on they are mm-hmm. in producing the product stray kids 
Congratulations. Okay, we're moving on. Just so you know, there's only three awards left. Thank you all for sticking with us. 2020 NKQ Awards. We're into the grand prizes. Stray Kids is cleaning up. (sighs) Album of the Year is next. Another one that's hard to pick. I was very, very, very torn on this. And there's another album that I think is so worthy and that I listen to nonstop. But you just start doing the arguments on why one deserves it more than the other. And New York City K-pop queens, I'd like to think that we reward innovation, Mm -hmm. something different, something unique. So with that said, you probably know where we're going. Album of the year. It's our boys, Stray Kids, again with Go Live. I mean, yeah. You could easily do in life. I think we wanted to kind of reward Go Live because it wasn't like the repackage. The repackage was great. All of those songs are great, but this was the core album. So front to back, this album, so many different song styles. Like they give you a little bit of everything, but for some reason it all works and it still feels cohesive. Mm -hmm. That's not easy to do. Like that's so hard to do in the music industry. It either all sounds the same, which is fine if you vibe with it, or it sounds like they just threw a bunch of stuff together trying to find a hit. This one goes and you have songs that go so hard, like God's Menu. And then you have songs that are feel good, pure boy band bliss, like Blueprint. There's so much on this album. It's amazing. It, to me, was the standout album of the year. Yeah. Congratulations. The next one is Artists of the Year. Huge. And we couldn't agree on this one. Again, there's a lot of different factors. Like just because we loved all these albums by one group doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be Artists of the Year because there's many, many factors as to yes. what makes Artists of the Year. Just want to get that yes. off the bat. And again, we couldn't agree. We kicked it to the Queendom and we let them decide who the Artist of the Year is. And they chose NCT. Wow. Wow. Congratulations, NCT. Twist, it wasn't Stray Kids, you guys. I know, right? (laughs) They weren't the other group. It was between NCT and BTS. And we spoke about last week. They're both really deserving when you look at the numbers they did, but also the body of work throughout the whole Mm -hmm. year, what they gave us. And they both kind of represent very different sides of K-pop. These are two different K-pop kind of schools coming at each other from a different angle. So we thought, you know, it was hard to advocate for one over the other. If you're just going by sales, BTS is going to win everything. But does that necessarily mean they've had the biggest year overall? Eh, There's a lot of other stuff that goes into it. So that was our kind of thinking process. And then the Queendom showed up. Thank you all so much for voting. NCT is our artist of the year, NKQ award. Congratulations. Amazing, amazing stuff when you think about what 127, what Dream put out, what Wavy did this year. And then you have this whole resonance NCT group of 23 guys. We brought Shitaro and Sunchan in. Like, amazing body of work. Yeah. Yeah. They deserve it. And I hope 2021 is good to them. Again, BTS had a phenomenal year. And I think my preference for BTS, I loved the first album this year, Map of the Soul 7. 
with on and shadow and black swan and we are bulletproof eternal oh there's a lot in that yeah. album amazing so good and they did great performances mm-hmm. amazing concerts i mean they put in tons of work too and we've seen them sweep every other award show so they're obviously worthy but our queendom voted and cts are artists of the year and they are super deserving yeah yay so now we're down to the last award and this is a grand prize award too This is the award that I think all the groups and artists listening are probably most interested in. (laughs) Yes. Because they take pride in their fans. They love their fans and they take a lot of pride in how we act and what we think and all of those things. It's it's an important job being a Mm K-pop fan. So we decided, why don't we do a fandom of the year? And this came about just kind of which fandom is the most passionate while also being the most kind yes and inclusive there's a lot of crazy bullying and um, bizarre behavior on stan twitter i'm sure you've all seen it so just being the biggest fandom doesn't necessarily mean the best we wanted to judge it on behavior and kind of the fans that we see that are super active and nice and inclusive and our fandom of the year 2020 NKQ award stays. Yay. Stray Kids stays. Congratulations, stays. Stays, they remind me of Stray Kids. They're yeah. nice and fun, a little wild and crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like they fit, they fit the mold when I think about what you would want the fandom to be. And mm-hmm. not a lot of drama, not a lot of infighting or bullying. It just yeah. seems like a safe, happy place, which should be the goal for all K-pop fandoms and groups in general. This is an escape. This is a fun thing for all of us. Hopefully our our podcast is all of those things. That's what we aim to be, a safe, fun, happy place. So congratulations to Stray Kids because your fans are the fandom of the year. We're so impressed with how they handle themselves and how they move. So congratulations, Stays. Congrats. Yes. We no, we did we it. Did it. <laughs> Our first annual NKQ Awards. Hopefully that wasn't too painful for all of you listening. We're learning as we do this. But we wanted to go ahead and give some flowers, give some love to all of the artists and groups that made an impact on us throughout the year. So, you know, let us know. Reach out to us, NYC K-pop Queens. If you dug it, if you agreed with our decisions or not, who you would give the awards to. Let us know. We went a little heavy with one certain group, but we couldn't fight it. It's yeah. the best. The best of the best deserve their awards. So congrats to all of the winners. And thank you, everyone, honestly, for putting out amazing content this year. Like yeah. getting to do this, getting to talk about K-pop and review and critique and come up with awards to give. It's so much fun and it's only we're only able to do it because we have so much to draw from there's so much content that's good so everyone's a winner (laughs) charity i think it's time speaking of our boy stray kids being winners why don't we do a quiz i think it's quiz time quiz time quiz time (laughs) (laughs) we almost did that at the same time today i love it our quiz time theme song. It's yeah. getting there, you guys. We're, we're practicing hard one of these days. 
This quiz this week, it's just a fun quiz. You know we do a quiz every week. The link to the BuzzFeed quiz is posted in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. We'll also post it on Twitter. Let us know who you got. It's really fun. We enjoy doing these, and we love seeing your results. So please interact with us. Without further ado, which combination of a Stray Kids member and a Disney princess are you most like? Oh my goodness, this sounds right in my alley. <laughs> yes, you can you can guess who picked the quiz this week. <laughs> my my quiz would be like, what is your favorite color of black? And <laughs> pick your favorite sad song. <laughs> Charity Charity's going for the Disney Princess, and it's gonna be fun. We've got stray kids in there. Let's do it. Are you ready, Charity? Ready. All right. Pick an activity. Dancing, exercising, traveling, listening to music, playing sports, hanging out with friends, sleeping, watching TV, singing, or baking. What I love to do and what I miss doing and what I cannot wait to do again is hanging out with friends. Good call. No, good call. That's the most fun. I picked listening to music. <laughs> that is you, though, though. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is nice to have friends. No, I want to sit in a dark room and listen to music. It's like all I ever do. Right. And just so you all know, this is a short quiz. I know there's a lot of possible answers and choices, but this shouldn't take too long, so bear with us. Okay. What do you value most in a relationship? Trustworthiness, open-mindedness, ambition, loyalty, Kindness, humor, empathy, creativity, honesty, or generosity? I mean, all of those, obviously. Like, there's not one that I'm like, oh, not that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with humor. I have to agree with you. I love when someone can make me laugh. And it's an easy job. Yeah. So if you can't make me laugh, we have a problem. <laughs> well, it's hard for me. I just sit stone face. <laughs> sometimes i'll say ha ha uh no yeah humor is great you, you need some humor in life okay this next question how would you reply to a love confession and i think this means like if somebody texts you and mm-hmm. said that they loved you confess their love ha ha thanks uh, <laughs> a smiley face you don't reply you just leave them on read with scene <laughs> at seven fifteen. Oh. Is this a joke? I love me too. Just those three dots of typing and you never send anything. Next choice is why. The next choice is can you elaborate? I love you too. Or I love you more. How are you responding to a text message love confession? Well, if it's with someone that I am in a relationship with that I obviously have feelings for and I would love to get this kind of text message. I would also say I love you too. I would say, haha, thanks. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> cool. All right. Oh, Obvi- obviously. I actually thought I would say obviously, but I, that's not a choice. So I had to say, haha, thanks. Emily the Sagittarius, Charity the Cancer. <laughs> yeah. You're like, then we're in love because we're hopefully we're in a relationship. I'm like, somebody telling me they love me. Ugh. Oh, thanks. Great. 
talk about a pivot. What's the best part of, about traveling? The adventure, the people you meet and take with you, the new foods that you can try, an excuse to learn a new language, the destination, the chance to experience something new, the opportunities for inspiration, the memories you make, sightseeing, or the souvenirs you can buy? Um, the adventure. My favorite thing about traveling is trying new foods, so that's what I'm picking. Okay. Do-do-do. Two more questions, everyone. What's your go-to weapon in a fight? <laughs> I love how the, the questions here just go, this is a very well-rounded quiz. You're getting yeah. more than your favorite color. Go-to weapon in a fight. A sword. Your bare hands. Whatever's closest to you. Your wit. I'm just really hoping that my pet will protect me. A bow staff. Magic. I don't get into fights. A bow and arrow or a baseball bat. Uh, whatever's closest to me is what I'm going to grab. <laughs> I'm going to go with a baseball bat. That seems like a fun one to swing uh, at people. Right. All right. Okay. Pick the John Mulaney quote that speaks to you on a personal level. Do my friends hate me or do I just need to go to sleep? Hey, you could pour soup in my lap and I'll probably apologize to you. Everyone get out of my way. I just want to sit here and feed my birds. I always thought quicksand was going to be a much bigger problem than it turned out to be. Sometimes babies will point at me and I don't care for that shit at all. 13-year-olds are the meanest people in the world. Down the street, I don't think anybody goes, hey, look at that man. They're just like, whoa, that tall child looks. And it doesn't finish it? Why does it make sense? I, I don't right? think you're saying it. It says when I'm walking down the street. <laughs> Mine doesn't say that. Okay, I'll take over. I'll finish these. When I'm walking down the street, I don't think anybody goes, hey, look at that man. They're just like, whoa, that tall child looks terrible. You have the moral backbone of a chocolate eclair. I keep all my emotions right here, and then one day I'll die. Oh, In terms of, like, instant relief, canceling plans is like heroin. <laughs> okay. That, that's a lot. Sorry, guys. This is probably easier for you to take looking at them instead of listening yeah, to us read. My cutoff, so it's hard for me to read. I don't know what's wrong with my screen. Okay. Uh, what are you picking for that one? I'm going to pick... I always thought quicksand was going to be a much bigger problem than it turned out to be. I love that one. But I'm going to pick, in terms of, like, instant relief, canceling plans is like heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, that's true. Okay, who did you get? I got a former stray kid, Wujin, oh. and Snow White. I guess this is an old quiz. It says you're adaptable and kind at heart. You value others and always try to take everyone's opinions into consideration. People tend to flock to you because you're likable and easygoing. You're a comforting presence who people look up to because you manage to stay calm and generally positive in the worst of situations. Okay, I can see that. What's yours? I got Bang Chan. I got my boy from Stray Kids, uh, Chris and Tiana. Cute. You're ambitious and a natural leader. You'll do whatever it takes to achieve your dreams, and you appreciate hard work. Not only are you dedicated to your passions, but you also know that good relationships and support are just as important. I'll take Very it. Nice. I'll take it. Okay, thank you for bearing with us during that quiz. A lot of choices, but hopefully it was fun for you to take with us. Let us know who you got. 
we got different results this week. Let's see if there's other combinations out there. NYC K-pop queens, follow us on Twitter. We'll post it there. Let us know who you got. And now it's time to move on. Pentagon, like Charity mentioned, Pentagon finally had their concert. They had to cancel it a few weeks ago because of a COVID scare, COVID exposure. They all tested negative, but still the timing didn't quite work. So this weekend, the Pentagon boys did their live COVID concert, as we lovingly call them, virtual concert. Charity, what did you think? Oh my goodness. I loved all of it. They were so good. And I feel like you were slightly more snatched by Pentagon than I was, but I thought this concert was so good. And I have to give a shout out. My favorite thing, and you'll know why, was Yawan and Kino covering Move by Taemin. Oh, so So good. good. Oh my goodness. First of all, Yawan's my Pentagon bias. I adore him. And I'm sure a lot of you Pentagon fans out there listening, a lot of universe listening, have seen his men's health cover and Mm -hmm. the photo spread. Phenomenal. He's a really grown, sexy man. And oh my goodness, that performance of Move was like, that's a great song. And when Taman does it, it's so cool. The choreography is so cool. And yeah, I thought that they both killed it. Kino is fantastic too. Mm -hmm. He's really a dynamic performer. He was coming for me in that concert too. Whew. That was really, really, really well done. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, I'm sure there's clips on social media. It was tweeted about and talked about quite a bit. It's a great performance. I love Daisy. You know, that's one of my yeah. favorite songs of the year. It's just such a great song. And it's really cool choreography for kind of a slower song. It's really cool. I thought that performance was great. Hyungsuk and Yanin. Yeah, that was so pretty. They were, yeah, really nice vocal performance. Their duet. It was, it was really nice. And then I loved the end. I love Eternal Flame. What mm-hmm. a wonderful song. Like, what a great ending song. It's so heartwarming. They wrote the lyrics from fan messages that they've uh-huh. received. They love it's that. Beautiful. Really, really heartwarming. I just thought it was a really, it was a great concert. It yeah. made me like them more, you know, we're yeah. newer yeah. to Pentagon. I loved the album we reviewed, their last mini album, but I thought this concert was great. It exposed me to songs I wasn't as familiar with. Now, has your bias changed? Has record changed? How are you feeling about these guys? Even though Kino came for me, I still love Yuto and Yanin. Those are, Yuto is my hardcore bias and Yanin's my wrecker. The Kino man, he definitely was moving up the the ranks for me during this concert. Yeah, he really stands out. He's mm-hmm. he's a superstar. I I mean, I would agree with that. He really stands out. Yeah, um, but I'm like you. Mine didn't change, but yeah, I thought he was great. And I I still love Wusuk. Like I love him. The orange crimped hair wasn't my favorite, mm. but he's so cool and different and dynamic. I really really like him. So. Yeah. It was a good concert. Yeah. Totally. Congratulations, Pentagon. That was really nice. It was a really good showing. And I want to say congratulations to them. They've had a great year. You know, they've got their first show win. Daisy blew up. So, congratulations. Love you guys. Thank you for an excellent concert. Let's move on to the Fact Music Awards. Those were this past weekend. The thing that stood out to me before we get into the show. They gave all the artists really nice hotel rooms at this resort for dressing rooms. And I love it. 
compared to what they dealt with at mama where they literally made them wait outside in the parking lot like the actors at mama got the dressing rooms and all the k-pop idols were outside in their cars it was so shady what is that right ridiculous. i'm sorry yeah Eminat, I'm so sick of your shit right now. Like yeah. I can't. I'm really getting sick of Eminat. Sorry, not sorry. Ugh. But we'll still be watching Kingdoms on Eminat. <laughs> so sorry, we just get frustrated. But anyways, I think because they put so much money into this award show, everyone goes to it. Because mm-hmm. the fact music awards aren't exactly the most prestigious. But, you know, it's good for us to think about as we move the NKQ awards forward in the future. <laughs> what this could be an avenue we yeah. go down. Yeah. So thank you guys for giving us that. The prizes, I didn't think there was anything that stood out too much. BTS swept the grand prize categories as expected. I thought BTS looked wonderful. They all had on really nice suits. I do want to say, though, I've had enough of the frilly, like, collars on tay they put those on v every single time and it's like everyone else has a normal shirt on why is he always in those frilly they had a few frills on the neckline and i was not a fan of that yeah i don't oh no 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 hated it but i did like their performance life goes on dynamite they did a good job what other performances stood out to you obviously stray kids was awesome yeah. again they use props which i yeah i think it's just so innovative like you don't see a lot of props being used and they did this intro with these trays on the ground uh yeah. it was so cool and then they go into their amazing performance i like the traditional instruments at the beginning yes. and then having han and changbin destroy that rap track that we haven't heard yet it's just a new song we've never heard and they came out and killed it and it, it was just that was amazing. What else? Twice. Oh, my yeah. goodness. They know how to work a feminine suit. What we talked about last week where my girls, Mama Moo, have had some misses lately. And they <laughs> were going for more gender-fluid looks, you know, playing yes. with masculine and feminine. And I just thought they missed the mark. Twice, mm-hmm. however, pulled it off phenomenally. They looked yeah, they killed it perfection perfection they killed it yeah. and they had to perform you know they're missing two members now because this past week sana she was exposed to covid so she hasn't been able to perform or do anything mm-hmm. with them and i just give credit to them because they do so many cool formations and just the very beginning of more and more you see two people are missing mm-hmm. and you could see how many times they had to quickly fill the gap and transition that's so hard to do, yeah. especially with choreography you've been doing for months. And now you have a couple of days to go, okay, wait a minute. They already had to work it missing one member. Now with two gone, they had a lot to kind of cover. And I thought they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Really good. Who else did you like? Atiz did Inception and Thanks, which are my favorite songs they of theirs like this year. Boys. Yeah, they're bringing that bad boy energy, yeah. well, I think. I think since Stray Kids kind of threw the gauntlet last week, a tease yeah. is now, they're responding. Yeah, they're bad boys. I have to say, this is a fight I don't mind getting caught in between. <laughs> Girl, I'm here, I am here for it. Uh, yeah, I'm not upset no, about it at all. No, no, not no. even a little bit. I loved Monster X because Jew Honey had center stage. We got to see mm-hmm. Jew Honey perform songs from his rap album his mixtape that came out earlier this year we reviewed it 
I loved it and I thought it was so great. And to see him perform it and do the choreography and yeah. really hold and take center stage. He did a wonderful job. I thought it was really a really did. nice showcase for him. And I'm so proud. So I liked him and then leading into Monster X. That was pretty cool. I love those liquid leather outfits they had on. Sign me up always for that look. Girl, but why do they do this to <laughs> Again, I know. I knew we were going to okay. say it. I wrote it down. I know. I can't. Uh, I think I blocked it out because I didn't want to talk about it. They put yeah. my boyfriend, Hyang Wan, who we call supermodel, they always sabotage him. There is a saboteur yeah. on his stylist mm-hmm. team. There is, Charity. And like, listen, Monster X stylist, I know you're We're listening. We are on to you. We are not going to let you. You are not bringing in this sabotage energy into 2021. Not on my watch. You are not going to do this to Hyang Wan anymore. I am sick of it. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, they put Hyang Wan, who... Literally, we call Supermodel. He's one of the most handsome guys in all of K-pop. And they always put him in the worst outfits. If there's six outfits in front of him, they're like, what's the worst one? Put it on him. So they're wearing this like latex, like leather look, which was fine. It's okay. I'm not a real latex fan, but it was fine. And they put young one in these like gloves, these opera length past the elbow, skin tight, shiny black latex gloves he looked like a damn serial killer it was a horrible look i, I was so embarrassed for With him sleeves cuffed above the gloves which is charity you know, like he was rolling his sleeves up so he could wash dishes is what it looked like he was rolling his sleeves up so he could kill people he looked like a damn ki- no i am <laughs> well, not having love it killer. that is love well killer. yeah he's <laughs> it, it, you guys it was the worst look like i'm just they let everyone else look sexy and cool. And then they take him and go, hey, let's put these creepy, weird gloves that no guy would ever wear. Oh, this is a good look. Am I exaggerating or was it horrible? No, it was horrible. It was really bad. <laughs> Ugh, God. I tried to forget it. I seriously just blocked it out of my memory until you just brought that up because I was so upset when I saw it. I can't look at this. They have sabotaged him once oh, again. We are God. on to you, Monster X stylist. Don't keep sabotaging my man. I'm telling you, like... He's so handsome. Just let him be handsome. It's like, look at our it boy, Hyunjin from Stray Kids. They don't sabotage him. No. He's, he's handsome. He's got perfect proportions. They're not putting him in serial killer costumes. He's <laughs> the rest of them normal. They literally put him in like serial killer costumes and everyone else looks normal. And I'm like, yeah. why is he always in these weird outfits? I've had it. I've had it. Um, Monstax stylist, I am so after you. And you can't say, oh, that's him. He's unique. That's what he likes because we watch all of their content. He wears big baggy t-shirts and jeans. That is not his style. You are sabotaging him. So (laughs) I'm getting real fired up. We've got to move on because I'm getting really mad the more I think about it. I'm so bad that they keep doing this to young one. He deserves so much better. That aside, the performance was good. I just couldn't focus because I was scared. I was upset. It was just not good. And Hypen gave a nice performance, you know, Mm -hmm. brand new rookie group. And I like that they did Let Me In. That's one of my favorite songs from their album. And this is a weird comment, but I liked that their vocals weren't perfect. It showed that they were singing live. Yeah. And they're still coming up the curve. You know, they have work to do on some harmonies and stuff. And that's no shade at all. Like, they sounded great. So I thought it was nice to see them. I am going to say it's a little suspect that they won a rookie award when they had just debuted like two weeks before. Yeah. So we've talked about it. A lot of these awards, some labels get a lot more love than others, and it seems a little pre-orchestrated to us. (sighs) Okay, whatever. 
That's all we'll say. But yeah, I mean, there were some good performances. Super Junior, you know, they were the ones I was most excited about because we've seen all of the other ones do these performances kind of over and over again in different ways the past couple of weeks. So Super Junior, it was really great to see them. I thought When We Were Us was really pretty. Mm-hmm. I like the flashlights. Yes, Burn the Floor when they did the oh, flashlight yeah. thing. Really cool. So I have to say, when I was watching Got 7, I have a new bias, guys. And what? I don't think – I know. And I think it's – I think it helps when you see performances – that's when really I feel like your bias gets confirmed if you're unsure. And I thought I thought Young Day was my bias. I was wrong. Um, I talked about Yugyum a lot with yeah. his vocals and his look before. And I could not take my eyes off him, especially that dance solo in the beginning. So he snatched me hardcore in that okay. performance. I was like, what? Okay. All right, Yugyum. All right. I guess we're together. Hey, okay. okay. <laughs> well, it happens. Day. I know it happens when you start standing in a group. The one that you initially are drawn to, sometimes in a couple of weeks, you change your mind. I've done that. Yeah. It's okay, yeah. Charity. I know it happens. I feel like I'm, I've changed a few times lately. I can't help it. I'm rubbing <laughs> off on you. I know. Clearly. Um, <laughs> I thought the uh, the last piece choreography. I just love. Like oh, that's a great song, and I I love the choreography. So how they use their their limbs, they use their mm-hmm. bodies to make shapes and different things. It's just really cool, and yeah, I'm still so excited that we're we've been introduced properly to Got Seven. That's what it is. In- introduced properly, able to do a full review and album and the whole thing. I really like them. Mm-hmm. It was good. It's another award show with a lot of the same. Yeah. Uh, performances. Just so you know, when we do the NKQ Awards show, we're obviously producers of it. So <sighs> this could be controversial for the groups, but I think we have to do it. They will not be allowed to do the same stage that they've done on the other award shows. So <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, but like we have to be honest, Charity. I think we should put it out now. They've got a year to prepare. <sighs> we're not going to make you all watch the same performance Mm-mm. four weeks in a row. We're not going to do it. They've got to bring a different song, a different stage to our show. So give us some deep you know, cuts. Let's let's go for, yeah. go for something different. And you know what? Don't say that's too hard. You know it's who not. did it? Stray Kids did it. At Mama, yeah. they did Victory Song, the craziest remix of it ever, right. and attacked <laughs> the stage. They brought it. So if they can do that, you all can bring something different. So yeah. I'm just gonna put that out there. I think it would be nice if there were some provisions where we got a different song. It just like at this point, you know, there's so much fatigue and there's more award shows to come and we probably won't talk about them on the pod, not because we're not watching or interested, but it's just like, you can only watch these groups do the same songs over and over and over again. It's just a different set and a different outfit. Nothing is is so different from it. So, and it's, you know, I think we definitely have a little bit of fatigue from it. I'm sure you guys Mm -hmm. do. So we don't want to bore you by talking about any more award shows. Plus, you know. The most important one, the NKQ Awards, are now over. So yes. I think we're done with the award season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever. It's over. Our awards are done. So whatever. Um, no, just kidding. But kind of. I think you all know what we're talking about. It is what it is. Congratulations to the winners, Fact Music Awards. And shout out to the producers and the whole team behind those because it seems like everyone loved being there. I saw so many selfies from all the groups inside their fancy hotel rooms. Yeah, so, so cute. You weren't getting selfies in the back of 
a car eating McDonald's while they were waiting for their mama performance. Right. Anyways, speaking of God 7, we want to give a huge shout out to my bias, Jin Young. He did a really, really nice cover of Harry Styles Falling on his Instagram. And I loved it because it's so imperfect, you know, like his keyboard playing's not great. It felt like watching a friend yeah. do a cover of a song you really like. A lot of K-pop people mention that song. We've seen other people do that song. It's funny how they kind of pick certain Western artists they're really into. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting to me. But I love that song. That's my favorite song off that Harry Styles album. So it was really beautiful. Shout out to Jin Young. I really still like my bias. Unlike Charity, I am staying loyal. <laughs> Jin yeah, Young Yugyam is my bias. Yugyam has smashed my heart. Cute. Before we move on to the news, let's just do a quick bias check. Just because I think we need to sometimes because we switch biases. Well, I'm projecting. I switch biases quite a bit <laughs> in specific groups. So Charity, is your alt still the same? It sure is. It is for okay. sure Shonu. That man okay. forever and ever has stolen my heart. Okay. I mean, sometimes I might turn my head and look at someone else, but we're still together. Okay. Has yours changed, Emily? Has your no, alt I mean, changed? I'm like big, big still my alt. I adore him. Got some news, got some bacon news to talk about here in a second. Bacon's definitely my alt uh, for sure. But I do, I will say, in BTS, I can confirm that my bias is back to Jungkook. I knew just, it was inevitable. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I always go back to him. I can't, can't leave him. Definitely back to Jungkook in BTS. My original bias, my first K-pop bias. I've swerved back. And that new photo shoot, Whew. there's been teasers They've released teasers really smart for this new photo shoot. And oh, wow. It's everything that Charity and I would ask for. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really love it. Jungkook, they all look amazing. Yeah. Oof, oof. They just go from like sweet, innocent to like hot and sexy. It's gorgeous and so well done. So yeah. Duality. Uh, creative director that made that choice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's really it. That's my bias news. It's, I'm definitely back to Jungkook and BTS. Otherwise, yeah, I think they're all the same. Bacon's still my alt. Um, there's other people coming for that crown, but he's still still the one. <laughs> and with that said, just got to check every once in a while, guys. You never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go over some news. So this weekend on Friday the 18th is the KBS Song Festival. Everyone's performing in it. A lot of people are performing in it. The Boys, Mama Moo, Monster X, Stray Kids, Astro, and Hypen, G Friend, TXT, Got Seven, IZ One, Idol, Oh My Girl, Itzy, BTS, Twice, Seventeen, NCT. Wow, like really? It the everyone Taman. I mean, the lineup's insane. So that's going on this weekend, Friday, maybe before after. Y'all are listening to this, but hopefully there'll be clips on YouTube that we can all catch up on if you miss it. So many people are performing. And I think just because some of those acts we haven't seen, that'll be refreshing. We'll get some mm-hmm. new some new performances. One thing that's really cool that I'm looking forward to with that, Moonbin from Astro, Hyunjin from Stray Kids, Juyeon from The Boys, and Shitaro from NCT are going to perform together. 
Oh my goodness. Right? So that'll be really cool. I mean, I would guess with those guys, it's obviously going to be a dance performance. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait for that. I love them all. Like that's going to be so cool. So that's something to look forward to this weekend. We'll definitely talk about next week. Our guy Jackson, Jackson Wang is dropping a new single called Should Have Let Go Thursday. So by the time you listen to this, it'll be out. We won't have time to review it. We'll talk about it next week. But it looks very dramatic from the teasers. I'm excited for it. I think it's interesting in GOT7 how Jackson doesn't really stand out. Yeah. But he's such a solo star. Oh, no shade to him at all. It's just funny that sometimes people in their groups are the standout center. And then, of course, they're a solo star, like Justin Timberlake. Mm -hmm. But then you have somebody like Jackson. That group, he doesn't really stand out. and No shade. It just shows you how strong that group is. Yeah. But then he's like amazing as a solo act. There's just a lot of skill in that. How he and he goes back and forth. Oh. Yeah, I think Jackson's great. And I'm really excited for this music video. It almost looks like a continuation of Pretty Please. It gave me like that vibe, the teasers. Mm -hmm. So yeah, excited about that. We'll talk about it next week. Cry for me by Twice. They gave that amazing performance at Mama. And they announced they're officially releasing that song on Friday, December 18th. So we'll be able to listen to it. The official single's being released. I'm I'm so happy about that because I just loved that song and that performance. Me too. So good. Also on December 18th, another group, Pentagon, who we spoke about their concert and how amazing Eternal Flame was as the last song. Well, they agreed. They're going to release that song on Friday as well. So oh, nice. Yeah, it's almost like these groups tested out like these songs and they did so well with the fans. They decided to release them, which is pretty cool. So a lot of new songs and songs we like, things of that nature, are going to be released by the end of the week. The new release I'm most excited about, however, will come out on Monday the 21st. You know we're going to talk about it on our Christmas episode. I think this is a Christmas gift to me from Bacon. I think so. (laughs) I think it is. Bacon's dropping a new song called Amusement Park on Monday the 21st. So Bacon is so shady. He's like always up to something. I had no idea there was going to be new music. And then he keeps being like, sorry, guys, I'm just practicing for the concert. What concert? I know. What Have I missed something? I'm pretty active. Like, obviously, this is my job. I take this seriously. Like, I'm active on news and Twitter. Let me know if I missed the concert announcement because I don't think I did. Bacon just tweets Bacon about it. Bacon loves like, to be coy. That's like his favorite thing. He loves it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I like someone else I know. I know, right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, got, I guess. It just makes, yeah, it makes me laugh. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Have fun with that concert that you didn't tell any of us about, but I guess we're excited <laughs> about it. And I can't wait to watch the reality show where Bacon and his EXO bandmate that we talked about last week, Schumann, they do this really fun casual reality show where they sit around and drink and kind of play games. And it's, it's just fun guys hanging out. But in it, Bacon gets drunk and he has the lowest tolerance of any of the EXO <laughs> boys. And he's like pretending he's not drunk, but you can see his neck is bright red. And he gets up and it's like, I'm not drunk, I'm fine. And then the next shot is him passed out in the hallway. <laughs> oh, and I say I love that boy. Oh, words, my words cannot do it justice. I can't wait for that. 
A lot of good baking content coming. So again, my Christmas present for sure. We'll talk <laughs> yes. about that next week. Idol confirmed a January comeback. We know Super Junior's got their comeback in January. So I have a feeling January is going to be pretty stacked by the end of mm-hmm. it. A lot to look forward to in 2021. Some BTS fans in Korea have had billboard trucks outside of the big hit offices claiming that the company has lost its roots and they only care about profits now that they're public. They're using BTS. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I don't know. I I mean, in what context? Yeah. That's what I want to know. What context are are they saying that? Because I feel like BTS is still putting out music. As far as the last couple of years, it seemed very similar you know, my favorite that pulled me in was that Love Yourself series. And Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. like Love Yourself series and everything that predated that was all very, a lot more dark and sexy and emotional than what we've gotten after that. Deep, yes, after that. So if they're talking about that, yes, I agree. If they're not, I don't know what they're talking about. I totally get what they're talking about, but I think here's the issue. Has the company lost its roots and they only care about profits? Most likely. Yeah. Like, that's what happens. Money talks. That's what happens. And when you want your group to be the biggest in the world, you have to understand that's what comes with it. Yes, they're public and they have to answer to investors. So the bottom line is the bottom line. That's what comes with it. If you didn't want that, maybe you shouldn't have focused so much on breaking records and focus more on the artistic integrity of the artists. Yeah. You don't get one without the other. And I get what they're saying. I understand why they're upset. But at the same point, like, uh, BTS definitely built Big Hit. And Big Hit took a huge, huge risk on BTS. It worked out for both of them. Huge. They've all made tons of money. And now sometimes when creative projects get to that level, the art is a little bit watered down and muddied. And the creative process changes there's a lot of product placement in everything they do now, too. Oh, yeah. No, it, it does feel that way. I completely yeah. agree. And I think you could sit ad. here. Everything's an ad. Everything's an ad. And I think you could sit here and say they sold out. Sometimes selling out's not a bad thing. A lot of times, like, it's just really hard where that line is. And I think it's an individual thought process. Mm-hmm. And you can't hit on them for wanting to prepare for the future. For making money. Yeah. yeah. You can't get mad about wanting to make as much money as you can off of a product. If that product is It's a short lifespan too. Exactly. Like, but I get what they're saying. I mean, there's a part of me that selfishly always wants my favorites to stay in a certain pocket so they don't go this route. I want them to stay in the hungry, creative, almost angsty phase because once they get so big, it definitely affects the creativity and and the output. It's going to affect the output. It's all about money and taking as many sponsorship opportunities as possible. They're a public company. They have investors to answer to. So double-edged sword. I just think selling out is almost like a negative. It's a negative term. And I think it doesn't have to be. I think if you're an artist and you've worked your whole life and then you start making money, you can't really hate on anyone for doing that. Yeah. (laughs) How dare you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just think it's a fine line. I think it's a very personal decision as fans, where you draw the line, where you say, ah, this isn't the BTS I fell in love with, or you say, great, I like this new direction and that makes sense. Wow, Big Hit's making tons of money and they're shareholders Mm -hmm. and they're making money from this. Like, I don't feel like they're being exploited by their company. 
I don't either. My personal opinion. So, but everybody has different opinions. But speaking of that, there's kind of an interesting stat that I want to talk about quickly because it falls into the business decisions of K-pop. So these are the entertainment companies. There's a graph that came out today from January 1st to December 15th of 2020. And it's how many albums they sold. So this is really interesting because like you can hate on Big Hit, but Big Hit's number one. They sold over 10 million albums this year. Wow. SM sold 8.1. And then JYP sold over 4 million. So it's funny to talk about these groups that are so successful and and like those are the numbers because I would think the numbers would be way bigger than that. Me too. Like these numbers feel small to me. And then I'm reminded though, these are music industry numbers now. If you release an album and it sells 250,000 copies, you're a superstar. Whereas back in the day, the superstars would sell a million copies their first day. Mm -hmm. No sweat. And then that album would sell, one album would send 10 million by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, the industry's changed. People don't buy albums anymore. And I'm also guessing this is probably physical albums, not yeah, streams. The streams. This I don't think Although this it should count. streams. Yeah, but I'm guessing I think this is Korean graph. So that's my guess. But I always think the business side is interesting because these labels put out so much money. It's why we love watching the music videos and the productions. They put out a lot of money. So to make a profit. You have to sell a lot of albums and then also tour, 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 tour and merchandise. And they've Mm -hmm. lost a lot of that this year. So interested to see the long-term kind of ramifications of COVID in the music industry and in the K-pop world. Mm -hmm. I think they've done a good job and pivoted, but just an interesting little tidbit. That's all I have for the news. Do we have anything else we need to get to this week, Charity? No, I think we're good. Okay, let's do our song of the week. I think it's time for song of the week. What is your song of the week? Well, as I said, I'm super into Christmas. So all I've been listening to is Christmas songs like 24-7. So my song of the week is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is a cover by Wendy from SM. It's like a jazzy kind of song. It's oh, yeah. So, it's such a good rendition. I think she has a beautiful voice. I love Wendy. Yeah. That's what I'm picking. Why don't we listen to a clip really quickly? We haven't had any music for a while. Let's end it with some songs. Through the years we all will be together If the fates allow So Hang a shining sob of the highest A merry little Christmas now. That part when she belts out the word bow, oh my goodness. Oh, Wendy can sing. She's a star. She really can. Yeah. Oh. I loved her on Taman. On his recent album, obviously, she's mm-hmm. Rod Velvet's superstar. Boy, do they have weapons in that group. Yeah. Yeah, it gets you into the Christmas mood. A reminder, yeah. next week, we'll have our Christmas episode. We don't take days off. Christmas Eve, you're getting a new episode. <laughs> Look forward to it. We're going to be celebrating 
K-pop Christmas. Good choice, Charity. I love it. What's yours? Okay, mine this week, uh, because they were kind of the big winners from the NKQ Awards, I wanted to do Stray Kids. I'm going to do a song off of the album of the year, Another Day. I love it. Han Mm -hmm. wrote it. I think it it's kind of an appropriate song for right now when we're in quarantine. The days kind of meld together. Every day feels the same. It's a chill song that I think is very timely, or at least for me, I'm always like, yep, I get it. So let's listen to a clip of Another Day by Stray Kids. Such a good song. Good choice. Thank you. It's just a cool, chill vibe. Again, their music is so diverse and that album was so diverse. So wanted to give that song some love. Very cool, chill song. Take that into your weekend, Queendom. Thank you so much for listening. We say it every week. We'll never stop. We're so grateful for you and grateful that we get to do this. Thank you for welcoming us into your homes, your cars, your apartments, your AirPods. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming us into your life every week. We're proud to be part of this community. We love our queendom so much. Give us a follow. NYC K-pop Queens. New episodes come out every Thursday. We will see you next week for our big Christmas Eve show. Yay! Really quickly, too, I just want to give a shout out to all of our listeners, all of our friends who are taking tests, finishing up college, finishing up the school year. This has been such a chaotic, bizarre year. I can't imagine being in school. So congratulations if you're done. You did it. Enjoy the holidays with your family. Huge shout out to everyone out there going through that. Yeah. I'm grateful that I am out of that point in my life. It's really hard and stressful. (laughs) So shout out to everyone going through things. It's been a tough year, but we're going to finish strong. We have a couple great episodes left in 2020. We hope you'll check them out. And uh, I think that's it, Charity. Until next week. We love you, Queendom. Thank you for being here. Take care. Stay safe. Bye.